Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is a special guest. His name is Rob Patz. He is the CEO at Coastal Media. Um, he has done media for a long time, also Abundant TV. So, Rob, um, welcome to Shape by Faith. Teresa, it is so good to be here with you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely. You have done a lot in media, and we're going to get to that. And I want our listeners, though, um, to hear a little bit about your background. So where are you located? Sure. I live in uh, Ohio. I live in a little town called Defiance, Ohio. It's a great little town. It's about 40 minutes from Fort Wayne and about 45 minutes from Toledo. We're right between both of them. And I just, I love it here. It's a great middle America, great town. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how long have you lived in Ohio? I moved here two years ago. Um, it was a, it was a move because of being married. I got married uh, a little over two years ago. My wife is from this area, and um, her law practice is here in uh, Toledo, and so we we live here. Okay. It was funny, and it, it, it's a great story too, Teresa, because yeah. my wife, when we started dating, one of one of the companies I own uh, does uh, events around the country, and she was a singer at one of my events, and that's how we started dating. And uh, went from there to dating, and it, it's a it's a cute story because she calls me on the phone one day and goes, "I'm really worried because this is, we're we're into dating now," and she wants me to come to Defiance and see it. She said, "I'm really worried you're not going to like Defiance," mm. and I came and I loved it. I fell in love with the small town, love the people, love the community, great people, um, and they're caring and would do anything for you. Well, your wife sounds talented if she's a singer as well as a lawyer. I mean, that's pretty. And a songwriter. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Love that story. So. All right. So I understand you grew up around radio. Is that correct? It is. Um, my dad was a pastor, and he was also really a visionary. Uh, I, If you think back in time, uh, at that point, radio was still very – Christian radio was still very new in the 70s. And my dad got on Christian radio, started with one station, and it grew. And at the same time, he launched a church uh, in Minneapolis and uh, planted a church there. And both of them grew like crazy. And uh, we, at the end with Daddy's show, we were on 119 stations um, throughout the United States. That's a lot of I'm, stations, Rob. Okay, so how, all right, just real brief, how did your dad get his start in radio? Because like you said, you really didn't hear about that a lot, especially Christian media back in the 70s. In the 70s, it was, it was, um, it was neat. He went to do uh, a live share for a new station in the Minneapolis area, and they asked him to come, and that was what, it just it sparked in him to want to do that and and it was it was really neat he got into it found his passion for not only doing being a preacher and being a pastor but uh found a passion to communicate with people um on a on a weekly basis with his radio show mm. and i bet i bet 
you learned a lot just by watching him. And it sounds like um, you and your father had a good relationship. We did. We had a great relationship. My dad was was very disciplined. Um, he 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 was talented and and disciplined. So taught me a lot about that, those kinds of things. He uh, I would go and hang out. I was five years old. There's a picture of me at five years old. Uh, sitting on uh, a chair with books on it so I could see him recording in the radio station. It was very cute. Um, and and I mean, so I learned a lot. And I would go with my dad during di different times um, and really found a passion for media. When I was 13 years old, my dad had a, a friend of his who was very active in Christian media at the time come in and preach at his church. And that's when I felt the call. I didn't know what it was, Teresa, to be honest with you. I was, I was, you know, and a lot of Christians struggle with this. You don't know exactly where you're where God wants you, but you're kind of dealing with those things. And and so at 13, I felt a real call to go into Christian media. Now I didn't know how that was going to be structured. I thought at, at my age that it meant probably I was going to do um be a pastor and do what my father had done and, you know, kind of going in that same direction. And that wasn't really where God had me. He, I went uh, to a very, fairly well-known Christian university. I'm the shortest alumni there. I was there for one day. Um, <laughs> they've had me back, which is super funny. They had me back to speak and they introduced me as an alumni. And I grabbed the president of the, of the university. I said, you realize I went here one day. He said, it counts. <laughs> um, and, and, and so I was there and, and, in life, you're going to have times where you know God closes a door immediately. Like you'll move towards something and it closes immediately. That's what happened with me. I I felt uh, a strong, just a strong, I did not need to be there. And God just really, I prayed all night long that first night, didn't sleep at all. God just kept me awake. And I ended up being in a situation where um, God moved me on. I went back home now without any place to go to school and my aunt and my mom went out they were identical twins and they went um out for lunch with me and my aunt said you know the radio station where your dad records they're looking for somebody so i went in and it was an awful experience i gotta be honest with you i was terrible i wouldn't have hired me uh but they were looking for somebody they hired me i fell in love and knew right away this is where my calling was um that's 20 over 20 years ago, 25, I'll be 25 years coming up this year uh, in broadcasting. And uh, I love it. I've had a chance, worked local Christian radio. Um, and and that was that was super fun. Uh, enjoyed every minute of it. Learned a lot of the basics of what I ended up doing. Uh, and of course, you know, in life, you're you're in your mid-20s and you think you know everything. And And I decided to leave radio and launch a company called Coastal Media, uh, which, of course, at first struggled because I really didn't know everything. And uh, I, I got a chance to work with a lot of great Christian ministries over the last uh, 24, almost 25 years. And so that kind of takes that story and and to where it, it went. I was I was a kid and just launched a company that I, I didn't really fully understand the depth for which I was going to. Isn't that funny when we're um, younger, like you said, in your 20s, we just feel like we know it and we're just going to do it. I mean, I can relate to that for sure. Um, absolutely. But, you know, I think God puts that in us. But at the same time, we've got a lot of growing to do. So how did you like mature 
um, as far as spiritually. And then um, as far as with uh, your television and then obviously you're still doing radio. Do I own, I own a radio station uh, yes. in, in Alabama. So uh, yeah. It, and that's a funny story because, the young me who was in radio, I sat in, in Studio B, which is a production studio. A, studio A is always your live studio. Studio B is production. I sat in that production room every night and I would pray. I would say, God, someday I want to own a radio station. I want to own a radio. I should have prayed, God, if it's your will, uh, I would love to own a radio station because it's a difference. Yes. Uh, I do. I own, a, I own a radio station in, in Heflin, Alabama, and it's a super, just super amazing opportunity there and great smaller town and great community. Um, but my spiritual growth, it was it was amazing in life. Um, of course, being, being a pastor's kid, you always um, you're around church, you know, seven days a week. It is. You, and. and the thing, my, my father passed away in 2004, which was was terrible for me, um, because I had an I had an in house, as I used to call him, my in house pastor, and my dad was an amazing teacher. Besides being a pastor, and I would learn so much. And, and the the neat thing, Teresa, is the last two years of his um, ministry, radio ministry, he was very sick. And we would still do his shows, but he would come to my studio in my office. My my uh, office suite had one of our, our offices was a complete studio. And he would come in there and I knew he wasn't feeling well, but we would go through and do maybe two months worth of shows. Oh, and wow. it was such an honor to be his co-host for the last two years of his show. And it, it was a special bond that we got to have. And so that was actually really, um, I'll tell you, that was kind of a key moment in my life. I really started to dig into God's word because dad would challenge me uh, to to get deeper with him because he would ask, you know, questions as a co-host and I'd be over there like, uh, and so that was kind of really a point where I started to really pray a lot more uh, and really seek, you know, where God was leading me as far as my walk with him. That is really neat. Let, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest is Rob Patz. He's the CEO at Coastal Media. Um, he owns a radio station and he owns Abundant TV. And we're going to talk about that. And Rob, I love your story. I love how you're just real and you're just telling us that you didn't know it all in your 20s and uh, you had to learn along the way. It sounds like your father was an amazing mentor for you. And, um, you know, it, it's just incredible to have that relationship with your father because so many young men do not have that relationship with their father. Totally agree. I had two great parents. Um, it was it was a God thing. Uh, my mom is is an amazing, strong lady who uh, is is thankfully still here on earth with us. And she's a fighter and she is an amazing woman of God, too. And and but my dad was, yeah, he in, in the media world, he was my my first mentor as far as as Christian radio uh, in, in Christian media and ministry. And it was super exciting to get to work with him, like I said. Um, and it, it was in. A lot of the things that I have done in my career, he sowed the seeds long before he wouldn't have known technology. Like you mentioned, abundant TV. 
Abundant TV is a, is an app-driven Christian television network. We're the fastest-growing uh, Christian network in the world right now, uh, which is really, really exciting. We're app-driven, so whether you're on Roku, Amazon Fire, or Apple TV, you can check us out. Or if you just have an app for your phone, you can if you have an iPhone or an Android, just go to the store. It's Abundant TV. It's a big A. It's very easy to uh, find. And my dad was, he was, that was his big thing. He talked to me um, a couple months before he passed away. He he died in August. In, in June of that year, he was like, Rob, I see he had been praying a lot. And he goes, I see you like owning or facilitating a, a Christian television network. And at the time, I was working with a lot of Christian television networks. And it's what I do for a living. What my company, Coastal Media, does is we help ministries facilitate being on Christian TV. And I said, well, dad, maybe it means that we're going to expand what we're doing. And he says, no, I, I see something different. And and that was one of those things that I just parked in my back pocket. Um, I looked at a couple of, you know, terrestrial over the air Christian television stations over the years, but never really was serious about buying one. Uh, and this opportunity came, we launched Abundant TV, my wife and I uh, launched it May 5th of 2022. So we're a little over a year old, a year and a half old now. And God has just blessed it. It grows like crazy. Teresa's on there uh, twice a day, mm-hmm. 9 a.m. And again at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And so, yes, it, and it's sad because 6 p.m. Usually I'm hungry and wanting a snack about the time she comes on. And I'm like, I can't watch working out because I really just want something good to eat. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so so how hard is it, Rob, to launch your own TV network? I mean, to me, as far as technology, I'm like, oh my goodness! Like, do you have to know a lot of, you know, as far as the technology aspect? Do you have a team that helps you? I mean, how does that work? That is a great question. Yeah, it's a lot harder than you think. Uh, it, people, people go, oh, well, it can't be that hard. It's all on the computer. You know, everything's on computer and cloud and everything. Right. And you're like, yeah, it is. I've got a great team of people. Um, I'm very blessed to have a great staff and great folks who've helped us. Um, and, and so we, we've been very fortunate. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a neat thing. We really, we want to do this with excellence. And so we use the same company that, that uses that does stuff for uh, TBN and for Daystar. We actually are on their same server setup, um, and it's. I wanted to do this with excellence. This is this is a legacy thing for me, Teresa. I I believe this is not something that just is a temporary, but this is a long term uh, project that we were just a year and a half into, um, and we really look at it as the future. And the interesting thing is TV is going this way. Um, you hear deals. Spectrum now, everybody that is going to sign up new for Spectrum starting in next year is going to be forced into an internet type box like what we do. Mm-hmm. And so we're just, we're excited. God has been opening some incredible doors. Um, and and we want people to enjoy uh, Christian television. And that was kind of, when we set this up, um, we sat and talked with with our our team, and I said, I don't want it to be cookie cutter television. I want it to be unusual. I want it to be different because I want to reach not only the people that are Christians, and that's a great audience, and and we love having our our. 
Christian brothers and sisters on there, but I also want to reach people that are unsaved who flip by if they're on Roku and just searching channels. I want them to see us and go, huh, what is that guy? He and his wife are sitting and he's sitting there laughing. What are they talking about? And, and hopefully draw them in that way. Or we have great shows like yours where people go by and go, huh, that lady's exercising. I need to exercise and stop. Have a full place for people to come and and find not only encouragement for their body and their mind and their soul, all of them. Well, you, you offer a big variety on um, Abundant TV and people need to check it out. Like you said, they can they can check it out anywhere. What's so neat is that it can be streamed and anyone can have access to it. I would love to hear about your show with your wife. So what do you guys talk about? What's what's your show about? So we we came up with the idea to do a show together um, after we launched the network. And it's a lot of fun. My wife is very um, she's very different than me. I'm very outgoing and let's do this. Let's have fun. You know, I'm that guy. And and my wife is very much more um, reserved Uh is a good word. And so we get together and it's a lot of fun because I'll like do the jokes and she'll laugh. And and it's neat because now we'll go to churches or we'll go to events where people meet us and they'll say, we watch your show because we wait for your wife to laugh at whatever you're saying. And and the funniest part about it is 90% of what we talk about on our show is not scripted. It's just me ad-libbing. From my time in radio, which will always do it for you, you can ad-lib. And so I come up with these jokes. A couple of weeks ago, there was a bear that broke into uh, a house, in, uh, in, in the, the bear got into the freezer and stole lasagna. Of course, I nicknamed the bear Anthony because obviously he's an Italian bear because he had to get some lasagna. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's great. You know, people love watching something for one, Rob, that's clean, that doesn't have language in it. You know, okay, this is going to be okay. I can keep this on. Um, You know, if my child walks in here, it's fine. We need programs like that because, you know, just the basic TV lineup, I hate to say, even if the actors are great, some of the things that, you know, they're putting in there is not appropriate. For adults, not you know, much less a child to watch. So, and we need laughter. I mean, laughter is good medicine for the soul. We need more of that. Um, How would you inspire someone that's listening and they're like, well, hmm, I'm good at video. Um, I, I think I'm pretty good on the camera. How would you inspire them and what is available for them to do in today's world with media? Media is exploding. And this is the most exciting time. I wish I was 20 years younger and had all the knowledge I have now Mm -hmm. um, because it is exploding. And if you're out there and you feel this is a calling and it is a calling, you have to, it's a lot of work. There's no such thing. And Teresa will probably tell you the same thing with her show. There's a lot of work that goes into it. But media is an amazing way to reach people. So if you have two things, I always tell people, um, if you have a call, in your life to be ministering to people. That's the first thing. And the second thing is you have to love the process of media. Media isn't just standing in front of the camera. Media is creating the content. It's, it's shooting the content, it's editing the content, and then it's, it's 
you know, distributing the content. I would love to. And Teresa, you can have, if, if there's somebody out there that's listening and they want to know more, have them reach out. You can find me on social media. I'm everywhere. Uh, just Rob Pats. It's P-A-T-Z, Rob, R-O-B. Usually there's a picture of me with uh, either my radio station logo in the background or something like that. And uh, I wear glasses. You can find me. And uh, and reach out to me. I would love to help you. I get a chance to mentor uh, new people all the time. And that's always exciting. And it is. It's Teresa, I truly believe that over the next five years, media in general is going to be the new way to reach the unchurched. Yes, I do too. I, absolutely. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Rob, that is so generous of you and, and very kind. Most people in the media, and I will, I don't know, a lot of them won't take the time to mentor uh, people that are coming up through the ranks. So that's very generous of you. So how can people reach out to you again? Well, you can find me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Uh, I have a public figure page on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to get to me. I, I'm not the only person that runs that, but uh, reach out, say you heard about me on this radio show, and then I'll reach back out. Just leave a phone number and stuff. That's probably the easiest way um, because email right now, they're probably scrambling around. It's hard to get my email. And and so just find me on social media. I'm on Instagram, just Rob Pats. Um, I'm on the other other stuff too. I'm on X or whatever it's called now and all those things. So yeah, just, just find me, reach out. I would love to talk to you. If you're saying, I just really feel called to do ministry in media, we would love to help you. And like you said, it, it's not easy. You have to do the work that it requires. Like, you know, when it like with television, whatever you're doing, you've got to be willing to put the work in and not just have it handed to you. So um, everyone needs to realize that when they see you and your wife doing a show, it's you've been doing this for years and you and you've matured up through the ranks and you know, you are where you need to be. But just just so people know that as well, how would you inspire other people to use their gifts? Why is it so important to use gifts for God's glory? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I, the reason I think we need to use our gifts is because God gives each of us a special gift. I can't do what Teresa does. Uh, first place, I am not in any good sh- any, any level of shape to be able to do. I, in fact, I told my wife, we were watching one of your shows and I said, I don't think I could physically do that even. So that's Teresa's gift. She's amazing at her job and she's amazing at communicating like she's doing here. Those are her gifts. Now you have a gift. Every, everyone that, that is a Christian has a gift. God's given each of us something special inside. Now find that gift. And, and whatever that is, wherever that is, maybe, maybe your gift is, is, uh, helping, uh, young people, mentoring young people in whatever it is you're good at. It doesn't have to be media. And, and I think that we as Christians need to be proactive in the world. Um, so many times we as Christians, you know, kind of get in our own little circle because we all like each other. And sometimes the most uncomfortable thing is the best thing. I, I I read a quote yesterday about that. If it's if it's uncomfortable, it's probably going to to you're going to grow because of it. So if it's uncomfortable to you, maybe you're uncomfortable um, mentoring somebody, or maybe you're uncomfortable doing something, whatever it is. 
I, I'll tell you, there are a lot of people that are uncomfortable with media, but maybe your gifting is in media, but you're uncomfortable right now. My wife, when we started, she didn't like the idea of really being on TV all the time. And now uh, she's, she's my best editor. She's learned how to edit and she edits our show every week and she does a fantastic job. Oh, that's wonderful. So as far as editing, um, Rob, maybe you can uh, mentor me or have your wife help me with that. <laughs> I don't know how to edit. Yes. But, uh, she's, yeah. she's awesome. She's, I, I, I would say of the two of us, you'd want her. She has a, and again, that's like life. And we're talking about gifting and where people can be used. Find something that you're good at. And that's usually where God is going to use you. Maybe you're, maybe you're like fantastic basketball player. Maybe you're listening right now and you were a, a high school athlete like I was. And maybe your opportunity is to, to teach other kids or, or, or now kids as, as an adult about basketball and also still be a shining light. You don't have to go in there preaching to them. They're going to know. That's good. That's good. Cause I was going to bring that up next, you know, like how to use your giftings to reach other people for Christ. If it's like not in the media and you just said it, just be that shining light, that beacon on the hill, be that person who will encourage that other person and come alongside of them. I mean, because people watch people, it's not necessarily what we say, it's how we live our life. And that that's most important. Um, How do you, because you're always, ever since I've met you, Rob, um, you have been so positive in everything you do. Have you always been like this? Yes. And and I mentioned this earlier that my mom and dad were like fantastic rocks to have for parents. Um, My mom every day would wake me up because I had to get up early because I was an athlete. So I was like up before other kids. And my mom would wake me up every day with, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And my dad used to say this, and actually he preached a sermon about this. The the I part means that you have an action. It doesn't mean that you just, you're going to rejoice just because you're up. It's, you know, I will rejoice. It's showing that you're taking the action to rejoice. And once you start doing that, Teresa, once you start saying, hey, listen, this is going to be an awesome day. And and it may not be an awesome day. Things, terrible things happen to all of us every day. But if you get the mindset of this is a day that the Lord hath made and I will rejoice in it, meaning that he is, he's going to take care of me. He is there to help us. We're always going to find the positive side of it. And that's what I've done. And so mom and dad woke my mom woke me up like that every day. I still say it every morning when I wake up, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That is so good. Amen. Rob, thank you so much. Um, you were amazing. I love what you do and God bless you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.